dries. Is your hair wet? Yeah. Oh, Perhaps twinning. your hair will never dry. Perhaps it will always stay wet. Twinning? Your hair looks so much shorter. It's wet. Today. It's flattened to my head with water. Yeah, water but equals glue. Water equals glue, does it? Yeah. Mm. Hello. Welcome to Beampod. I'm Paul Rose. I'm here with my wife, Sanya. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Beampod. You've got a big announcement, Sanya, haven't you? I do. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't. No. I just wanted to see what you did if I said that. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't as... that's that's a hilarious. <laughs> yeah, as joke it turns out, slash prank. It wasn't as funny as I thought it no. would be. In my head, that would be funnier. Oh, maybe if I ha- had come up with something to announce. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Anyway, um, so we're continuing this week with our trawl through Setlist FM, and it's hopefully reliable statistics regarding how many plays each Meridian song has had live. Correct. Was that a better intro than last time? Last time I got a bit lost when I was doing the intro. Yeah, you seem to get confused about what Setlist FM was. No, I didn't. (laughs) See, now I'm breaking you. (laughs) Great prank. Yeah, but you fall for it every time. No, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) you do. (laughs) Don't. Oh, yeah, you do. No. So you, you fell for it when yeah, I... Yeah, but at least I admit that I fall for it. You you fell for it when I made you jump coming out of the bathroom the other way. That was not funny. It was quite funny. That was really not funny. <laughs> I uh, had a big plastic pipe, everyone, and I stood a long way away, and I just, down the end of the pipe, I went, <laughs> she was coming out. Yeah, but everything makes me jump, so that's really unfair. It wasn't even a loud noise. Anyway, uh, shall we? Yeah. Shall we? Let's, so last week... Let's do it. I think we got up to the 73rd most played songs, which were Childhood's End, Jigsaw, Three Boats Down from the Candy, which were all played 135 times each. Mm. So at 72 is a Clutching at Straws song, which has been played 136 times. Lurking at Setlist FM most recently, played in 2017. That's recent. Yes, for a clutching straw song, eh, Sanya? A, A, A. What do you think it could be? Can I just ask something? No. If these songs on Setlist <laughs> FM, so let's say, are these the only when Marillion has played them? Or is, like, if Fish plays no. a clutching at straws song, does it still count as how many times clutching at straws has been played? Well, let's have a look. Or if a tribute band plays it, does it I count? I think it's just Marillion, White Russian performed by Marillion. Right. Uh, however, total played 363 times by 10 different artists. There so you go. So do you want to see who else has played it? Yeah. Well, Fish, he's played it 146 times. Wow. Yeah, still as, Mar- as still solo Fish, not yeah, Fish solo part fish. of Marillion. Solo Fish. Wow. Uh, still Marillion 39 times. Steve Rothery, 23 times. Oh. Mr. Punch, eight times. Um, a band called Byronic Sex and Exile. <laughs> Four times. How do you spell Byronic? As in, as in Lord Byron. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Then um, some other tribute bands: Neverland, uh, Scripted, Green Lavender, and Chameleon, who, of course, we saw, uh, have all played it between three and one times. Ah. Between one and three times. Sorry, I I need to find out more about Byronic Sex and Exile. Yeah, we need to know who these guys are. Um. Okay, here we go. By- <laughs> Byronic Sex and Exile. Guitarist, singer, tortured soul. So I thought I was reading uh, H's biography then for a second. 
they're on um they're on Instagram. Wow. It's a romantic... Is it a band or a solo artist? It looks like he's a solo artist. Romantic goth. Oh, no, now project. I need to see. Activism and page- passion. New I thought album. you were going to say activism and pageantry. Well, yeah, looking at him, he, well, I mean, he, he, he doesn't look a million miles away from age. <laughs> That's what you said. Right. What's he's his Instagram name? Byronic Sex and Exile. It all is one word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Found him. Wow. Romantic goth project. You haven't a repentant. <laughs> Very pleased to announce that Byronic Sex and Exile will be supporting American goth leg- legend Aurelio Voltaire. <laughs> you know, he could be, he's in the same genre. His look, his aesthetic is kind of in the same genre as H, except what, you he's mean, got like longer... I, like I just said. Yeah, except look... he's got longer hair. Yeah, yeah, he's in the... Yeah, like some of his outfits, I can imagine H where Oh, the, the white shirt with the ruffle in the front. That that would look good on H. Yeah. Oh, especially with the black waistcoat. And yeah. supposedly he's I played... I can see H dressing like supposedly that. Supposedly he's played like, like Russian. Yeah, he has. He's got a list of the covers that he's played. Man, I want to see that. I want to see a goth version of White Where does Russian. he come from? Is he English or from the US or another Bio. country? Byronic Sex in Exile is a project formed by Joel Hayes in 2015, committed to reconnecting goth music to its romantic and revolutionary roots and the cultural legacy of the gothic. Wow, this guy's fantastic. Hey, he's got a YouTube channel with a video called The Goth Guide to Prague. Okay. We, we're going to need to check his stuff out let's do that off mic um yeah. but anyone else you can by all means go and check out byronic sex and exile who at least is a fan of fish here in meridian wow that is fascinating so that was white russian uh at 73 again remember we're in the sort of misplaced childhood era so we're going to say a lot of misplaced childhood songs mm-hmm. i mean i'm surprised that uh they're not all just sort of played the same amount but obviously, Me some. Too. obviously yeah. you expect Kaylee Lavender Heart Lovian to be higher up the list because but but by all accounts childhood's end. Uh and um you know, what was the other one? White Feather before it as well. well but yeah. White Feather's been played less than Childhood's End. Well yeah, that's because uh Childhood's End's a better song. Okay. Fact. Is it? Yeah. Seventy one waterhole bracket. Expresso Bongo. Surprised that's been played so much. 138 times. Wow. Actually, most recently, let's have a quick look. Most recently, the other oh. weekend by um, Mr. Punch. Well, most recently by Marillion at their last ever gig with Fish, 582, July the 23rd, 1988. Get out of here. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay, at 70, I played 141 times. Mm-hmm. Most recently, yeah. last weekend, Holloway Girl. That's very high. Isn't it just yeah. for a song that is generally considered to be not that good? I mean, it's inoffensive. I'm, it, I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's not a bad song. It's just I'm surprised it's been played that much. Yeah, me too. That's a real surprise. But uh, 69, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you hesitated to say the number. I was building up to it. Oh, right. You always got to build up to 69. Oh, um, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> I played 140 shots. Stop shaking your head at me. Uh, 142 <laughs> times. This is the 21st century. Ah. You didn't love that, did you? I I like I like I like the lyrics. It's I got, love the lyrics probably more than the song. 
but I I do like the song again. I like the song. It goes again. It goes it, on a bit, so I yeah. get why it might not have been played more. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's. I probably said this at the time when we covered Anamatophobia, but it's got one bit of Rodder's guitar on there that I so love, and I wish the whole album had been or the whole song had been built around that rather than it just sort of coming in and then being thrown away. Yeah. Oh, there's a question. Do you reckon that they've ever built a song around a guitar riff? So they just like started with, oh well, yeah, Kaylee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. But I meant, I meant based the lyrics around like just one section of instrument. Well, yeah, I'm sure it happens a lot. Like, you know, songs build outwards from riffs and bits of music. I mean, that's more or less what, how they do it now. But what because... I mean is, like, the lyricist heard the music, heard that tiny piece of music. The lyricist. Whoever it may be, heard that piece of tiny piece of music and was inspired. Like, it sparked a story in their minds and they then wrote the lyrics. That... So not that they fit existing, pre-existing lyrics to the music, I don't but they know. particularly just were inspired by a piece of music. Well, I think I think the way it works is that H, he, he has a whole book's worth of lyrics that dated back years and he'll try and fit lyrics onto bits of music and I'm sure he sort of jams around that. And oh yeah, no, I know that that's the general way of of working but I just wondered if ever anyone just went, oh that piece of music, that reminds me of and then wrote oh, a whole song. I don't know. I don't know. I was reading, funny enough, an interview with H and I web that mag this morning where he said often um, this was around the time of sounds that can't be made, but he was saying that how often his best lyrics don't end up on the album because they didn't fit with any piece of music. Oh. I'd love to know what some of those are. I wonder if he'd ever be willing to release like a a book, a poetry book, a book of lyrics. Mm. What with with the existing? Just his own writing. It's interesting. I guess isn't they it? Because... are like poems, aren't they? So just yeah. you know. What ones that haven't been used in songs as well I'd as love, ones that have? I'd love to see. I'd love a book of of lyrics where he explains them, gives his commentary on those lyrics. That oh would be yeah, really we'd love that. Yeah. At the same time, I think he's been asked that quite a lot, mm. um, and we know full well that often he either doesn't want to go there in terms of explaining, true, or he he'd rather leave them open to interpretations. But so. that's what I'm saying. Like if he just had a, a a book of poetry mm. where he doesn't have leave. to explain yeah, it yeah. and where he can put lyrics that he hasn't either that haven't been used in songs or maybe what's used in a song is just a snippet of what he has but written. I think, I think so then he can put the whole thing in there. I think that's sometimes the case though. It, it, you know, when he sort of talks about lyrics that don't make it onto the album, I don't think they're necessarily completed lyrics. Oh, right. I think sometimes they can just be bits of ideas that then, you know, and he will piece together songs from disparate sort of sections or couplets or whatever. Uh, I may be wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. speaking Got, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So well, to ask him if we ever get him on the podcast. Yeah. Try, try, and, uh, try and remember that. All right, keep going. Uh, at 68, uh, 145 plays The Answering Machine from Radiation. 67 plays, again, we're in the Brave era here. Uh, 150 plays Runaway which we saw last year, I think, at Hammersmith. Mm-hmm. 155 plays, and I think this is a great opener uh, from Afraid of Sunlight, 
gazpacho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How close are we to the top? Well, 66. That was 66th most played song. And we're going down to 100 or number one. Wait, are you counting? Are you counting wow. up or counting uh, down? I haven't been paying attention to the numbers. But I said the sixty-sixth most played song, and we're oh, so we're going to the number one most played uh, song. Uh, wow, you'll never get a job as a top of the pops presenter, would you? <laughs> no, <laughs> or a mathematician. Imagine that, like in the middle of like like doing the chart like that. Wait, which way are we going? Are we going up or down? Are we going to the the tenth most? Are we are we counting down to the tenth most played song? <laughs> Or Ted's most bought song this week. <laughs> just caught Can someone just explain the concept to me of the charts, please? Can someone <laughs> explain charts to me? <laughs> please, I don't understand these charts. All right, so we've still got quite a while to go. Yeah, so we might need to do some ru- rushing. Yeah, uh, okay. Right. Well, I'm surprised. I would have thought Gaspacho was played more then. Okay, 159 times both Berlin and Out of This World. Mm-hmm. Uh, Out of This World is a surprise given that I feel I've heard that far too many times. Again, But they might, they might have all been grouped in a, a certain well, period. Yeah, they certainly seem to be doing it at Meridian Weekends. And that is, I'd say for the record, one of those songs a la Neverland... Easter back in the day, not so much now, but it, you know that that I really like her songs, but just just it was getting too much, it really was getting too much. Um, so when was that most recently played? Uh, or first played nineteen ninety five, obviously most recently played November the twenty ninth, uh, two thousand and eighteen. Okay, so we didn't get it at the two thousand and nineteen conventions. Wow. Okay, that surprises me. 163 plays, both Alone Again in the Lap of Luxury and Hollow Man. Oh, ah, both from Brave. Interesting. It's interesting that they haven't been played. Perhaps they have been played separately and it's just ended up 163 plays. But anyway. Or 164 plays, Living with a Big Light. Uh, 165 plays, Bridge. So again, we're all in. Mm. Um, 166 plays, Made Again. Mm-hmm. And another song that really went down a storm, I felt, at the recent weekends, uh, Power. Ah, oh, we're jumping way ahead to more recent albums. Yeah, look, they've played Power. Wow, they must have played Power a lot then. That's a surprise, I'll be honest. that's off of... Wait, hang on, it's from Sounds That Can't Be Made. Yeah. I'd have thought, still got a quite I'd have recent thought, album. I'd have been sick of that then if they've been if they played 166 times since 2012, but I'm not. Yeah, same. Honest. Uh, okay, here's one that I have got bored of 169 times. Nice. Meridian's um, <laughs> <laughs> 56th most played song, Estonia. Okay. 175 plays, Hotel Hobbies. Obviously, the intro to they wouldn't play that on its own. It'd be mm. A bit weird if they did. Although, actually, I wouldn't put it past them given that that's what they do with uh, Lords of the Backstage and Cinderella Search. But that's fine. I mean, they did play Pseudo Silk Kimono on its own uh, a few years back when they were doing the A to Z. Night no, P was pseudo silk kimono, if I'm right. Well, that makes sense then why yeah. they would have played it. I can't what they went into. P Q quartz, quartz. Probably. There we go. It was quartz. Uh, okay. Uh, 179 plays waiting to happen. Uh, always happy to hear that. I think it always goes down well. For one of their slower songs, it's got a lot of power to it. Mm. Um, or for one of their more ballady songs, and it, it seems to really work live. I agree. 187 plays, 80 days. The fan anthem that fans really would would have been fine if they hadn't. That's been played a lot. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's surprising. 
Well, I imagine they played it a ton. Let's have a look. They played it a ton on the, the this strange engine tour. So yeah, it had seventy six of those plays in nineteen ninety seven. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Most recently played two thousand and eighteen. Blind Curve. Uh, nice. That has been played one hundred eighty nine times. Sixty four of those times have been eighty six. Obviously, most recently played two thousand and seventeen convention. But you know, again, we don't get the whole thing. So. <laughs> but this has been played 342 times by 12 artists. Should we see? Who yeah, let's well? see. Obviously, Fish, he's played it 98 times. Then Still Brilliant, Steve Rothery, Misplaced Neighbourhood, Mr. Punch, Forgotten Sons. Then Egbert Derricks, who did the orchestral Meridian album a few years ago. He did a oh. version of it. Then a band called Pinnacle. Interesting. Yeah, they look like an American band. They played it once in 2013. Yeah, okay. 192 times one of your favourites, Emerald Lies. Wow. That's a <laughs> lot of plays. That's a lot of plays, isn't it? That is way too many plays for that song. Most recently played 1986, because, yeah, I remember seeing it on Good. the... Good. I'm mis- glad it hasn't been played since 1986. Look at the other plays by other artists. Uh, only been played by four other artists. Uh, Fish has never done it solo, and the others are what all just... What a surprise. The others are all just um, tribute bands. 196 times, Lords of the Backstage, most recently the other weekend. Nice. Um, 211 times, Hard as Love and No One Can. Huh. Uh, which No One Can we got last year, which I was very pleased about. I know it's not everyone's favourite because it's very poppy and saccharine. And I know some people think the lyrics are a bit misogynistic. But... Uh, yeah uh and a bit creepy but uh i i don't know i still remember the first time i heard that which i heard it before it came out live and um i thought that's a good pop song it's a great pop song it's you know and i don't think it's a million miles away from reprogram the gene that's an interesting take well i said that at the time there's the latter half of reprogram the gene it's got that poppiness the bounce yeah it. it does yeah you're right People, you know, who are all heralding an hour before it's dark need to go back and have a listen to Holidays in Eden, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, okay, 213 times, 100 nights, 215 times, Rake's Progress, 216 times, Pseudo Silk Kimono, played uh, most recently in 2011. Oh, it was a 2011 convention. Wow, that's the ages ago. Yeah. That's longer ago. That than is a long time. Given that I was surprised when I heard them play, because I don't think H had done it before. Mm. And four hundred times by sixteen artists. Okay, so obviously Fish he's played it one hundred and thirteen times. A guy called Thomas Locks played it four times. Darius, Darius, presumably not was it the X Factor finalist? Was it X Factor or, or Britain's Got Talent? I don't know. Anyway, never heard of him. You know, it's a it's a German guy. He's played it uh, three times. A band called Episode has played it once. Pinnacle have played it once again. And then Symphonic Rock Night have played it once. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. 217 times Between You and Me, Good Name for a Podcast, and The Party. Oh. Don't. Oh, come on, though. That's too many times. They played it a lot on a Holidays in Eden tour back in the well, day. I like The Party. I'm saying it. I like The Party. It's still too many times, isn't it? It's a lot of times, but bear in mind they haven't played it much in recent years. The last time it was in regular rotation 
was in 2004, uh, where they played it 45 times that In year. one year? Oh. Yeah. Prior okay. to that, it was all 91, 92. I mean, I, I remember hearing it live before it was on the album, and I thought, I like that. Does not compute. 221 times, The Web. Oh, I forgot about The Web. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'd forgotten all about The Web. Most recently played, 1986. Yeah, I remember seeing it on that No tour. way, that is ages ago. Well, yeah, they haven't played it with... Um, with H at all. With H. I don't know if Fish wow. has ever played it solo. I don't think he has. No, he hasn't. No one's playing The Web, even though it's at the top of this list. Mick Pointer has played it 24 times. Really? Yeah, with the Mick That Pointers. is a lot. Mick Pointer's recital of the script tour, which oh, I went of course. on and very much enjoyed. 224 times This Town, 225 times Chelsea Monday. Dirge. Uh, <laughs> Paul! 227 times. Now, this would have been played more recently. This is He Knows You Know. Mm. Obviously played a lot back in the day because it was a single. Yeah. But apparently, according to rumour, mm. and perhaps it was direct from the horse's mouth, I can't remember, when they did, um, I think, the popular music set back in the day where all the fans voted, uh, H apparently was prepared to do He Knows You Know, which he hadn't previously done. And apparently they rehearsed it. Mm. Uh, and then no one voted for it. Oh. And, I, and I think we all kicked ourselves after that. So what's the most recent time it was played? 1986. 1980, it hasn't been played since 1986. No, they've never done it with H. Wow. Yeah, never done it with H, but he would have done it. Yeah. Oh, next time. Do you know what? I don't care. So what? I don't want him to play fish songs anymore. You've said that many times Recently. over the course of this set list. Yeah, well, I, that is true. I want H to sing H songs. 234 times, Forgotten Sons. I mean, all of those songs obviously were just like played because yeah. of how many times they, how were, they were playing gigs yeah. back in the day they were busy 238 times maybe a bit too many perhaps this is the 37th most played Marillion song mm. season's end Partly, that's a controversial opinion I love it I love it and I loved it at the at the weekend it was one of my highlights in fact uh, and I guess as well they were still touring a lot of times that's a terrible way of saying it. They were still touring a lot when H first joined the band. So, I, you know, and it was the season's end album. So mm. what we're forgetting, you know, if you remember back, how many great songs aren't getting played. That's true. You know, yeah, in favour of season's end. And I love season's end. You know, but maybe all of this... a few of those times they could have swapped it out for... Well, hang on. When was the... The most recent time it was played was last weekend, but... Um, or the weekend before. Before that, when was the last time it was played? 2018, it was played 37 times. So Ooh, there we go. that's a lot. You see? Okay. Only four yeah, years fair ago. enough. Because I was going to say, if it has mainly been played back in the day when they were touring Season's End, the album, um, then fine. But if they've been playing it a lot in recent years as well, yeah, maybe swap it out occasionally oh, for a yeah. different song. 2019, they played it 26 times. That's a lot. So, yeah, I think it's time to rest it, everyone, even though I enjoyed it. Yeah, I still enjoy it. Yeah. But, yeah, there are loads of songs that we haven't heard enough of. Now, this is one they play far too much. Okay. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. might be controversial because I know it's a live banger. 240 plays live. 36th most played Marillion song. So that's, wow, 
way more than Beyond You, Sky Above the Rain, Invisible Ink, all of those is Quartz. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's played too much. I agree. Okay. Way too much. Uh, 242 times the Opium Den, which is part of Mad. I'm bloody mad I am. Oh, uh, that's a lot. 244 times, this is a surprise. Because, oh God, this is going to be unpopular. This, I think, is played too often. Mm-hmm. Given what we could have. Played most recently in, oh, okay, 2019. So it's, okay, we're definitely going to get in the next set list. <laughs> this Strange Engine. Yeah, it is played a lot. Yeah. Every single Marillion weekend, apart from the one that we've just been um, to, yeah. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. They, every single one. They seem to do it at pretty much every one, don't they? So it was played 24 times in 2016 and 2019, 19 times in 2018, 18 times in 2001. Yeah, I'm sorry, I do think it's overplayed. It's a big chunk of the set list. And yeah, it's not a short song, is it? It's quite, right. it's what, 15 minutes? Yeah. So here we have 245 times Incubus. Now this one's a surprise as well, because I've heard it a lot. I'm not quite bored of it yet, but we heard it the other weekend. And because it's quite familiar now, live, it, it lacks some of the power for me. And that's The Invisible Man. Oh, that's so controversial, Paul. It's their best song. I've said it before. I know you have. Wow, and yet you're still saying I'm ready to hear other stuff. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I, and I, I love agree. it. Look. Only because there are so many great songs exactly. that we haven't heard enough of. And it's my favourite Meridian song, and I'm saying that. Play so, Invisible Ink instead. I hope I hope the fact so exactly. one for, swap yeah. one invisible for another invisible. Exactly. But I hope that puts my feelings about Neverland in context because It does. Yeah. Because you know, this is your favourite Meridian song. It's my favourite Meridian song, and I'm saying it's overplayed. Yeah. Um Two five three times the King of Sunset Town. Uh, wow. Again, a lot of that was on the season's end tour, mm. in in H's early days. Two hundred fifty six times Assassin. Never played with H, obviously. Two hundred fifty eight times. It's a great opener, but I feel I've seen it a lot, and that Splintering Heart. Oh, that's a surprise. Now I didn't know that had been played so much. So that's been played more than the Invisible Man. <laughs> I mean, obviously, well, it's yeah, an older it, song. Yeah, it's an older song. I didn't think they'd played it that much, but okay. Yeah. Obviously, they have. Uh, 268 times Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. 286 times. Is it overplayed? Okay, I don't know. It's shorter, so I think it earns its place a bit. Is Fantastic Place. Again, one of your favourites. It's one of my favourites, but I'm asking the question, is it Is it overplayed? overplayed? It's weird because I think as well, some of these songs have been played more frequently perhaps in a certain bracket of time mm. and for so for that reason i feel like i've heard them a lot like um mm. this strange engine but fantastic place i don't feel like at, at least i've heard it that many times well let's live. have a look okay so 2004 was obviously when it was played the most which is 64 times 2007 it was 48 times obviously in the tour set list that year 2005 37 times the most recent play was 2021, which was obviously when we were at Hammersmith. Mm-hmm. Then prior to that, prior to that, actually, it doesn't look like there was, uh, it, it's been played recently. 2019, no, I tell a lie. 
They played it 21 times in 2019, and then in 17,000 times. <laughs> 17,000 times in 2016. 17 times in 2016. So, yeah. Oh, so it has been actually played quite a lot. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying it. Rest I don't it. know. Maybe because it's not like a long song. Rest it. Yeah. Rest it. I'm saying it. Yeah, fair enough. Rest I, it from yeah, the set. We have to, you know, if we're going to say it for some, we should say it for all. Yep. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, after we've done this, maybe not today, maybe not this episode, we're going to do our dream set list of songs. That I can't do that until I've listened to all of the albums. You can do it so far, thus far. Fair enough. And I'll do mine. But mine wouldn't be complete because my dream set list might include more recent album songs. Okay. But album you can, songs? More recent that's songs. That's fine. You can do, with, based upon your knowledge as it stands. Well, like including people, recent people songs. People don't say, I can't be a scientist because I haven't, you know. Studied, studied and gotten a degree. <laughs> got a degree. <laughs> I have to say that when I started saying that, you thought I thought it, it was going to be a really clever point. <laughs> but as it came out of my mouth, I think I said something that I didn't intend to say. Oh, dear. What were you got intending away, to I don't say? know, it got away from me. I couldn't be a scientist, could I? I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> 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 my point. Let's just move on. Um, okay, 288 times Fugazi. 302 times Bittersweet. Uh, oh, wow. When they've played side That's one of this surprising. They played side one more than they played side two. Have they? Do you yeah. know why? Because of reasons. Time <laughs> Yeah, probably. 305 times. Okay, I'm going to say it overplayed the space. There's going to be a lot of saying it's overplayed from here from on From now out. on. Yeah, overplayed. Highlight of the recent Meridian weekend has been played 310 times. Man of a Thousand Faces. Surprising. Is it? Didn't know it had been played that many times. Another one, 317 times. You're gone. Sorry, I just need to... But I think sometimes the shorter songs, it doesn't feel like they've been overplayed because they take up less space in a set. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, a 15-minute song that's been overplayed, you're like, whoa, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. But a short song, like, it's you're true. gone, you kind of... And I think It as doesn't well, overstay its welcome. I think as well, certain songs, I think... And I, the two examples that come to mind, both Death and Water songs, Estonia and Out of This World, because mm. they're quite ploddy. Yes, it makes it seem like they're longer than they are. Yeah, and therefore I find them less fun to listen to live mm. in a live yeah. setting yeah and that's not knocking the songs because they're great songs yes yeah, exactly but like in we a live... still think they're great songs yeah so don't all kill us <laughs> god you take it to the extreme but just to put well, why did you say that <laughs> okay so just to put in context so we're up to uh what did i say fantastic place right so fantastic place uh the space space 305 plays Invisible Ink, the brilliant Invisible Ink has been played eight times. Mm, I know, it's bizarre. It's not even a long song. The only unforgivable thing. The only unforgivable thing, Sanya. The, the, you know, literally one of their best songs has been played 13 times. I know, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Montreal, nine times. Which is fair enough because it's really long. Mm. But still, nine times is basically nothing. Yeah. Yeah, there's such a huge imbalance. Afraid of Sunrise, 22 times. Essence, beautiful Essence, 28 times. Mm. It's, yeah, it, I don't get it. This is some effed up S. 
All right, moving on. Uh, you're gone 317 times. Wave, mad, 341, 346 times, respectively. Just call it all mad. Uh, 350 times that time of the night, which is obviously part of Walmart Circles. 359 times, Walmart Circles. 365 times, sugar mice. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm fine with not hearing H play it anymore. 370 times, which we had it recently, Incommunicado. Now, 382 times. 382 times... God, most this is nearly 400 times. Played most recently at the Marillion Weekend Convention UK 2022. Uninvited guest. Oh, what? Okay, before you erupt, <laughs> 81 times of those were 1990, 49 times 91. They played it in 2004 35 times, but it hasn't really been in regular rotation since then. Oh, fair enough then. Uh, it's just the odd bit here and there. So 1997, 27 times. So, you know. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll forgive it. I would say it's generally not played these days. Right. Okay. Got it. Now, here we are. 384 times. Everyone by now who has been listening to this knows my opinion. Neverland. What number is it? Number 14. The 14th. The 14th- most that, played song. I'm shocked because I thought that was going to be either... I thought that was going to be in the top five. Well, let's have a look. I'm absolutely shocked that that's not higher in the list. But it only came out in 2004. True. But still, it has been played a lot. So, looking at this, um, the, the, the year that it was most recently played a lot was 2016 when it was played 41 times. But obviously, we've had it at conventions um, as well. So, 2004 was was its biggest year, 65 plays. 2007, 59 plays. 2012, 48 plays. 2011, 22, blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just looking at this, 2021 and 2022, so we've had it on the last two um, So, yeah, looking at this, we get it every Meridian weekend. 2017... Maybe we didn't get it in 2019. Wow, okay. I don't think we got it in 2019. All right. Well, okay. Wow, that's I, a miracle. I eat my hat. <laughs> Come on, blah, blah, But it's still the 14th most played song. Yeah, too many. 397 times. This has been, it feels, out of the um, set list for a while. But maybe it hasn't. We got this. We get Afraid of Sunlight in Hammersmith. According to this, we did. I don't remember that. Maybe you were busy being cross at that guy. Well, okay. Yeah, I don't remember it. Anyway, 397 plays, the 13th most played Meridian song. It doesn't feel like we've had it that much recently. So the last time we got it a lot, we did get it in 2019 at the conventions. 34 times in 2018, 33 times in 2016. Feels like I'm, I'm ready to hear it again, but maybe I did hear it last year. Oh, we did get it. Fade of Sunlight before Made Again. Shit. Okay. Yeah, how far into the set list was it? Because maybe well, it was when that guy was talking a lot no, during the gig. Um, it was it was the first encore. Um, oh, right Neverland. at the end. Oh, I don't remember it either. Yeah. Okay, I feel a bit, a bit bad now. Anyway, I'm sure I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was the Saturday night. Yeah, that was the night, though, that we... Um, well, I, I 
was about 30 seconds away from punching him in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he would have been gone by then. Yeah. Yes, taken home for fear of being security. thrown out. security, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, 414 times. I'm still enjoying it live. Has it been overplayed? I mean, I don't think they, they wouldn't play it on a general tour, but that's hooks in you. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. What? No way. That is when you got, because they've got a bar graph basically on it, mm. Setlist FM. It's very, very much stacked to pre-1997. Very few plays since then. Oh, that's why. Because yeah. I was going to say, I'm shocked. Yeah. I certainly don't feel like I've heard it a lot recent in recent years. Okay, this is overplayed. I'm saying it. I'm sick of it. I don't. Okay, no. Uh, uh, do I stop myself saying that? No, I, I'm going to say it. I don't care if I ever hear this live again. And that's King. The 11th most. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? It's not funny. I'm sick of it. Because you know I'm not going to argue with you. The 11th most played Marillion song. Oh, yeah, I knew I'd heard it too many times. The 11th most played above, I don't know, When I Meet God or A Few Words for the Dead or Beyond You. Yep, well, you know I'm not going to argue with you. (laughs) Yeah, so that, that song has been played, let me just do the maths, 414 times. 400... And 14 times more than the only unforgivable thing. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. 434 times, not a surprise, but script for Jester's Tear. That's fair enough. Yeah, we most recently had that in 2013. Uh, H singing it, obviously. This one is uh, not a surprise because uh, we did used to get it a lot. has been played relatively consistently and that's... The Great Escape, which is the ninth most played Meridian song. Oh. Yes. That's a surprise. Really? You don't feel like you've heard it a lot? No. It feels that way for me, but I know I must I have. Yeah, I must have done. Yeah, that's we a We got real, it in 2019, that, so... That, still, I don't know. That's a real big surprise. Again, I think it's about the type of song it is, you know, and, mm. and whether it's a song that feels like it's dragging, and so yeah. we remem- or, remember it more. Or whether it just flies by. Yeah. Heart of Lothian, 473 times, not a surprise. Um, the perennial set closer, Market Square Heroes, 497 times. I was expecting that. Yeah. Absolutely was expecting it, and that's fine. It belongs there. It's okay. Uh, next, we have the second highest H-era song. Second mm-hmm. highest. At 512 plays, Cover My Eyes. Wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, most of those are pre-2012. Uh, there were a lot in 2004, um, but obviously the, the bulk of them were in the mid-90s. Wow. Wow, wow, we were. Uh, 536 times, not surprised because H sings it, Slange Navarre. Oh. Likewise for the next one, 546 plays Lavender. Yeah, when it comes to like, yeah, Lavender and Kaylee, it's like you just expect them to be the 681 most 681 times Kaylee. Yeah. Now we have the highest H-era song at, and this is a long way up even from Kaylee, mm. 760 plays. 700, 760. And 60 plays since 1989. It is, can you guess? Easter. Yeah. What's the num- What number on the list is it? Two. Oh, it's the second most played Marillion song. Yeah. Told you I, told you I got sick of it. You see yeah. 
Wow. I mean, and I would then, have thought it was number one, but okay. Yeah. They stopped playing it quite, oh, I don't know, looking at it, they pretty much played it in every tour, even in the 2000s. But I mean, it's to... lovely, but it's like, yeah, you do have other great songs as well. We don't have to just hear the same ones all the yeah. time. But 782 times, and it still seems That's to go hard. down well at the number one most played Meridian song is Garden Party. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, it's short, it's fun. It's not as short. It's not that long. How long is it? Uh, I thought it was about 10 minutes, but I might be wrong. Oh, God. Seven minutes. I'm looking it up. Seven minutes. Okay, I was right. Seven nights. Yeah, that's not um, that long. All right, but... Um, and it's really old, so of and course H it's plays had... It. H loves and playing H it. And H plays it, so it's like, of course, it's had more plays than anything else. It's a crowd pleaser, but you look... And I'm not at, even complaining about it, because it's a good song. Most of its plays were pre-1997. Mm. Uh, Although, had... just wait, hang on, I have to put in a disclaimer. Some of the other songs that I said were played too much are also great songs. Yes. But, so, <laughs> but it was played 28, sorry, it was played 22 times in 2018. 22? Yes, 22. Y'all see who else has played it? 12 artists. Fish has played it four times. Only four. Only four. Yeah, Reed This is like the number it. one most played Marillion song. Yeah. And Steve, he's only played it four Steve times. Steve Rothery has played it 28 times. Uh, and the rest are all, all tribute bands. Well, I want to know who. Okay, still Marillion, 53 times. Mm-hmm. Mick Pointer, 24 yeah. times. Misplaced Neighbourhood, 11 times. Mr. Punch, 10 times. Real to Real, 10 times. Scripted. Marillion Tribute four times, Forgotten Sons three times, Green Lavender once, She Comedian once. Huh. We were there. Yeah. We were. So, how are you feeling about that? I'm not surprised by number one or number two. <laughs> that wasn't me last week when I was repeatedly surprised by number two. <laughs> um, Yeah, I was expecting, if I'm honest, yeah, I was expecting either Garden Party or Easter to be number one. So Garden Party number one, fine, it's older. Easter number two, yep. Yeah. That's not news to me. The one that I was surprised by was Neverland. I thought Neverland would be right up there with them. But nonetheless, when you look at that, look, I get every band has its crowd pleasers. Mm. Every band has that has its songs that, that the members enjoy playing. Yeah. And as with the recent run of Meridian Weekends, the reason so we've heard that they chose to play Seasons End is because they thought they wouldn't need to rehearse as heavily for it. So they were relying on stuff that supposedly they had muscle memory of because they were doing brand new stuff on the Saturday night. I mean, as it turned out, they did need to rehearse it, perhaps a bit more that, than they realised. But, um, you know, and I get that. There are reasons why y- you can't just have every set list made up of, of songs that never get played. Mm. Yeah, it's a but lot of work. you'd have... Th- I would have li- I would like I this is purely personal preference. I would like to see some of those songs now just put to the sidelines. Uh and you know, can we not have other regular rotation songs or other perennials that can come in and you know, so the band learn them and rehearse them and and you know, and I'm going to go back and say it, it is it's absolutely criminal. That the only unforgivable thing has only been played 13 times. I mean, maybe it's difficult, maybe it's emotionally difficult, I don't know. But then you've also got 
the great little pop song, Half the World, three plays. It's as good a pop song three as no plays. one can. Three uh, plays. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on Happiness is the Road, and all right, it might not be anyone's favourite, but it deserves more than three plays. Mm, absolutely. You don't know it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but unless it's like the worst song ever. Well, it's insane that, that a cover version of Toxic by Britney Spears has been played more times by Marillion than one of their own songs. Mm. That's nuts to me. Yeah. You know, Toxic has been played half as many times as the only unforgivable thing. I know. Wow. That's, that. you know, State of Mind, which is another great song of theirs that oh it's it's part of essence seven times i don't i just can't wrap my head around that that they i don't know do they forget they've got them do they not yeah invisible ink eight times yeah that's a travesty because it's a great song yeah and, and it's, sorry not only is it a great song it's a it would be a great song live it's high energy sort yeah of. sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, at it's least upbeat, kind the, of. the one thing that we can all agree on is that most toys only having been played 22 times. That's is, too many. Yeah, well, it's too many. But nonetheless, at least it's a, it, it is only the 165th most played Meridian song. <laughs> it's too many. But here, here's two that I find strange. These Chains and See It Like a Baby were both mm. singles. Mm. And they've only been played both 23 times. That's crazy. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Uh, Hope for the future, 25 times. Now, I don't know. I, I I know people kind of go, oh, it's a bit embarrassing. It's not, you know. It's not. It's, it's better than fun. that. It's good fun. It's good fun and it would be a lot of fun live. And I think what happens is that there becomes, with certain Marillion songs, and I don't know whether it's within the band or with, within the fan base, but it, it's probably more just as a whole there becomes these narratives about certain songs like, oh, that shit or, oh, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. And so everyone gets that into their heads and rather than explore beyond the boundaries of that and kind of revisit things, mm. they just accept it. Yeah. Hope for the Future is a better song. Sorry if that's heresy. It's not a classic. We all know that. But it's fun. It's good fun. Yeah, we're not saying make it the most played song ever. But just mix it up with some of those more songs that have been played more often. Essence, 28 Plays, is a really good one. Another one that I think is is sort of borderline kind of classic status. If only they'd give fans a chance to rediscover it. And I think that's what happens. It, it, it's when things are played a lot, they sort of, get a kind of momentum and feed into the mythos of that song like a song like Neverland the reason it's got so much status within the Meridian sort of musical catalogue is partly yes because it's great but also partly because they keep hitting us over the head with it mm. <laughs> so it takes on greater weight yeah if they did that with something like Essence we'd all be able to kind of go let's hear Essence instead everyone's just forgotten it mm. Mm. it's almost a bit out of sight out of mind it it does seem that way uh wrapped up in time that's 35 plays more than essence i just don't get it a few words for the dead only 39 plays that freaks me out i don't understand that beyond you 46 i think a few words for the dead is one of their best songs it is it is 
and be- one of their best long songs. I really don't get it. And that when you've got uninvited guests up there as... 382 plays. Yeah. Or, or... Just swap a few of those plays out. Yeah, or, or, or I don't know, bloody... I was the king, where is it? 431 times. Mm. And King's an not song. bad. No, King's and I've said this. not a bad song. But I'm it's a good song. so tired of it. But, yeah. Um... Yeah, Built in Bastard Radar. <laughs> it's been played 10 times, more than Invisible Ink, more than Born to Run, more than State of Mind. That's just an injustice. I don't know. Did you say 10 times? Yeah. Built That's not many. Radar. No, I know, but it's still more than certain songs. Mm. All right, probably because it's ended up in convention set lists and they do a whole bunch of conventions with the same sets, but I don't know. I don't know. Look, it's not a complaint. As I as I have said repeatedly of late, it's a privilege to see Meridian every time I see them now. And I, I think we're lucky to have them and we're lucky to still have this opportunity to see them. And I feel lucky. But as I said as well recently, we're not... Meridian fans are not normal fans. We go to multiple gigs. We go to multiple Meridian weekends. And so, you know... I mean, the thing <sighs> is, for Meridian weekends, I wouldn't expect them to mix it up from, like, one location to the no, next. That's uh, not fair no, on the band. No, but that's not what I'm saying. What yeah. I'm saying for those Meridian weekends... <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy Neverland. Uh, True. And I didn't... Yeah, but, so did but I. But I enjoyed The Invisible Man less than I normally do because I feel I've heard it a lot. And so... That, you know, it was, as it happens, me going outside for the last few times I've heard Neverland or they played Neverland actually worked because oh. this time <laughs> yeah. I stayed for it and enjoyed it. Yeah, so it was like... It worked. You'd heard it fewer times. It would be great if I didn't feel the need to go outside when they play certain songs. Yeah, I did the same with Quartz because I oh, so bored of hearing that live. It feels like we get that at every convention. Maybe we don't, but it feels that way because, again, it's like a bloody 10-minute song that doesn't need to be 10 minutes. But anyway. Um, Calm down, Paul. (laughs) But my point is... a passionate man. But my point is, if those Meridian Weekend set lists... Yeah, I've actually got no complaints about the set lists that we got. Yeah, neither do I. They were great. Yeah, this time. But... You know, maybe this would be something to think about more for tours. Mm. Um, okay, I have no complaints about the recent Meridian Weekend set list. I, I, I'd rather they hadn't played Seasons End in this entirety. There, okay, I've said that. Okay. Yeah. Because I've heard a lot of those. Like, see, yeah, I did enjoy Seasons End. I did enjoy Easter. But, you know, some of those songs are effectively perennials in the set list. And the ones I enjoyed is telling that I really enjoyed Holloway Girl because I don't hear that very often. You know, mm. I sung along to Holloway Girl. Because it's know, a rarity. It's a rarity. And and that's that's what I'm enjoying at this stage. It's like, you know, we've only got... But I understand... Okay, so here's my opinion. I understand that for tours, they want to play their most popular songs. Mm. So maybe when it comes to Meridian Weekends, 
it would make sense to chuck in more. Well, that's rarities. the idea, and they did do that for the Rocky Night. Yeah, they, they did the, but... the party night. You mean? Yeah, yeah, they did. But you and I s- think don't they do that most times anyway? Yes, yes, yeah. that's the idea. They will chuck in rarities, but they yeah. will also chuck in crowd pleasers because some people don't make it to the tour. Yeah, but here's my point: is that. I, you know, again, I actually think the set list we got in Hammersmith were, were generally pretty great. I really enjoyed Berlin mm. on that little tour. At the same time, did I need to hear Berlin again in Leicester, you know, six months later? Probably not. Um, I just wish there was a bit more space between songs. Pun not intended. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um it's not a complaint. It's not a complaint. This is like, look, hey, everyone, bottom line is... You'd go and see them well, no matter what they play. Yeah. Even if they played <laughs> the same three songs on repeat or the same song on repeat three nights in a row, you'd probably still go. Well, what I was actually going to say was, look, we've got a podcast to fill. <laughs> we've got to find stuff to talk about. If I, if I don't get outraged about anything, this is going to be a very bland, boring podcast. <laughs> I love Meridian. I love seeing Meridian live. They can go out there and, I don't know, do a a, a two-hour jam to the phone book. Don't even know if they have phone books anymore. Do phone books exist? We never get them anymore. Know. We used to get them yeah, every year. They do anymore. What's the point? It's got no the one cares now. about the phone book. Aw. <laughs> uh, my dad, if he was still a printer. Oh, he'd still get his it. phone book. No, I was going to say he'd be out of work. Oh yeah, I used to print the phone book. That's what my dad did. Oh well, he'd be outraged if he didn't get the phone book. Yeah. So I bet he has one. Yeah. We should ask him. Has he got a phone book? Well, mm. I don't know if they do them. The yellow pages. Maybe you can request one. It's not really what this podcast is about. I used to is love it? looking through the yellow pages just for fun, just to see what was in there. Yeah. Yeah. We one time we um. We looked up in, not in the Yellow Pages, but in the phone directory, and we rang up everyone on there called Michael um, Finnegan, and we rang him up, and we wow. sang down the phone <laughs> the Michael Finnegan song. You know that yeah. song? I met a man called Michael Finnegan, yeah. whiskers oh on God. his chinnigan. That's the wind came than... along and blew them in again, poor old Michael Finnegan begin again. Wow, that's a lot of singing. Well, some people just hung up, but there was one Michael Finnegan. He said, that was brilliant. Oh, We, um... <laughs> This is really dumb. I don't know why we did it. We went we went through the white pages, which was like people's names. I don't yeah. know if it's the same in England. Um, and found everyone whose surname was Sanchez. And it was like one, I think it was this, the, the Australian Open was on at the time. And just asked them like if we could speak to Arantxa and Pete. No. Pete Sanchez. No, he, he's oh, Sampras. Oh, Pete I don't know. Sampras is the tennis player. Yeah, well, it was all the tennis players. Then oh. there was a few with the same surname. So we'd ask them, oh, can we speak? Oh, I see. <laughs> it was so dumb. Like the dumbest ever it's prank elite, phone Probably call. illegal now. Yeah, probably <laughs> illegal. Anyway, people were really nice. Yeah. And then we'd call up people and ask their political opinions and they'd actually tell us and talk. We got <laughs> one lady that talked for ages and we were like, oh, no, it was meant to be a joke. So... Real fails of pranks. Yeah. Yeah, we we had... Uh, we used to do it a lot. It was really naughty. Um, one we did... <laughs> did not pretend to ring up from... Um, which was so stupid. We used to pretend to be from the Guinness World of Records. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> but we'd ring up... Like, instead of, like, finding out, you know, by 
It's so pathetic. I rang up a pet shop once and asked them what's the biggest worm in the world. Hi, I'm from um, Guinness. Can you tell me what the... Uh, what why, the bi- why would they be calling... <laughs> if you work for Guinness World Book of Records, why would you be calling people to find out? You should have the answer. A pet shop. And I said, can you tell me what the uh, biggest worm in the world is? Anyway, you are. And hung up. <laughs> brilliant yeah and we did one it was really pathetic we rang up i don't know what we'd rung up but we asked them what was the biggest piece of scientific apparatus in the world right i know it's not now that i think back that's not funny is it um we were thinking like a big test tube or something <laughs> and this guy gave us a really long boring answer about like the large hadron collider and or cern that was it he went on and on about cern for ages oh see he just... would have loved that you called him to ask yeah. like the, the old lady that loved telling us her political opinions yeah and it was like oh okay this wasn't meant to be ended up because they're like i feel too bad now to hang up so i'm <laughs> just... having to ask like kind of follow-up questions about a like, bloody cern in switzerland although i bet you love that on another level because you love your space facts yeah well that's not wasn't about space about physics oh yeah oh well Anyway, close enough. It's not what this podcast is about, really, is it? I know we're way off topic. So we finally got around to finishing the set lists. Yes. Aren't we good? We should get a sticker each. We should get a sticker. Uh, next week, it was possibly going to be this week. Next week, we are going to have our special guest, which is Stephen uh, Wicks, who some of you may know as the person behind the Mockillion page on Facebook. Mockillion has been a big part of uh, Marillion fandom for some years now starting out on the Marillion forums and then becoming a blog and now on Facebook very funny pages so check them out before we interview him yes I've already interviewed him don't tell anyone I've interviewed him I've already done it is it meant to be a secret no but it's done it's ready to go he's also known as is it home base on our letters pages? Yes, yes. Yeah. Some of you know him as home base, of course. Uh, <laughs> he's also going to be giving us the lowdown on the the recent Stockholm Meridian weekend, belatedly, which was the famous one where H lost the ability to sing. I know that the, for the first time ever. Yeah, at a Meridian weekend. Yeah, I've seen his voice crack at Meridian weekends before. You done it again. You broke my voice. He said that once on like, the DVDs, but he said it in a really funny way. <laughs> I <laughs> have really no reply way. to that. Mm, good. Uh, right. Uh, there's bonus stuff on our Patreon if you want to go check that out. Double, Is there? Yeah, www.patreon.com slash Mr. Biffo. We've been going through the set list of the Meridian Weekends, haven't we? Yes. From start to finish. Finish. So it's only a pound a month. One one pound a month. That's nothing. That's nothing. To support this podcast that we do for you. That's less than a newspaper. Week I in, think. week out. I haven't bought a newspaper in Yeah, ages. for what it is. One pound a month. It's nothing. You won't even it's miss like, it. It's like, what, 25p a week? Yeah, 25 pence, pence a week. Wow. What? Yeah, for this podcast to exist. <laughs> wow. I'd pay, I'd pay it if I wasn't in it. I do pay it. I do pay it. And I'm in it and I still pay it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> um, 
So subscribe, tell people about us, send us an email if you want, beampod at gmail.com. We have got some emails probably that we're going yes, to read out got, next week. We've got to catch up on some yeah. Marbles emails. Which we'll read out next week, uh, along with an interview with Stephen Wicks. Yes. That's it. I hope you've right. enjoyed this set list uh, trawl. I, I, do you know what? If you are going to email us, I'd like to know some opinions on what you, what, whether you think certain songs are overplayed. What's your general thoughts on Marillion set lists? Yeah, feedback on these episodes would be great. I hope they haven't been boring. They're yeah, like what statistics. song do you want to hear more of? What song do you want to hear less of? Yes. Yes. A couple of people did say to me over the Meridian weekends that they did agree with me about the least played and most played songs. Ah, there yeah. you go. So, uh, might be right again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burden, but, you know, there you go. It's, it's, it's a burden you have to carry. It's a curse being always right, but. Right, everyone, we'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.